Let's talk LED lighting tech, man. Do you even know your far red from your deep red, Scotty? What about UVA, B, C, D? No D. But man, let's get it. We got HLG with us today. Let's party. Yeah. All right. I had to call these. Uh, I had to call everybody up here, man, because I don't know my deep reds from my far reds. What's up, boys? Hey, what's going on, guys? First off, HLG, been a longtime supporter of the show. Y'all believed in us for a heck of a long time. And uh, we watch each other grow up, man. Yes. Smaller lighting company that has grown up to uh, be, at least in my opinion, offer the best product in the industry. So tight work, boys. I need you to answer some questions for me. I need to learn. All right. All right. Yeah, we're, we're here for that, for sure. I met myself for here, and uh, we've also brought... Uh, uh, Audi, um, cool cat King Daddy, uh, as he likes to be referred to, is uh, is with us as well, and that's uh, he's part of our commercial sales division and uh, has been doing a really uh, great job at helping HLG get into that sector more and more every day. I love it, Amit man. What's up, brother? Hey, all good, all good. Nice to be on the show with you guys. Hey, I'm putting on the green light, bro. Putting on the green light. Nice. I was asking, man, it, it is true. Plants can't see green light. Is that why you can go with one of these and you can go and you grow at night with one of these? So it doesn't affect the phytochrome, which is what triggers the plant to produce the flowering hormone, florigen. So you can go in there without interrupting uh, their their sleep pattern with green light, particularly, yes. All right, deal. See, first question answered. Man. First question answered. Do you mind if we roll through some lighting hacks or some light technology and you can help me really understand the real science from the bro science? There's a lot of questions I got. Yeah, well, yeah, but shoot away. Let's let's uh, get into it. We we all know we all love to nerd out on this in this show. We always have. Yeah, I mean, I don't like I don't think of it as nerding out because I get guys like you to break it down so uh, somebody like me can understand it. I can put on my nerd glasses. All right, come on. Let's start with something that everybody's heard of, but I'm not sure that we all have it nailed. And that is UV, UVA, UVB, and UVC. Just a, a brief overview. So uh, your visible light is from 400 nanometer to 700 nanometer. 400 nanometer is the lowest blue wavelength that you can see. And uh, any wavelength uh, under 400 nanometer, is uh, uh, that's where your UV range is. And you, within UV range, you got UVA, UVB, UVC. Uh, we sell a product uh, that incorporates UVA. Uh, it's 365 nanometer. You know, it's uh, it's a mild version of UV that uh, uh, you still don't want to look directly at it, but it's it's not that harmful. You know, it's going to give you same benefits as UVB or UVC, but you can leave it on all day. And then uh, as you go lower in wavelength, uh, you you get to UVB, UVC. UVC can be really, uh, you know, really just, uh, it's a really high energy light and can uh, you know, damage your uh, eyes. Uh, UVB is uh, harmful as well. Not only eyes, but they can, uh, they can damage your you know, DNA and cause skin issues. So uh, that's why we, we don't currently sell any product uh, with UVC or UVB right now. So, so UVA is the one I'm looking at your uh, uh, HLG 700 R spec. Now, that's got does that have UV in it? So, none of our products currently in uh, you know uh, our main lamps they don't have UV light in them because UV LEDs their life 
uh, lifetime is much smaller than your typical red LEDs or white LEDs. So uh, it. it doesn't make sense to just put them in the same fixture because your whites and reds are going to last uh, 60,000 hours easily, right? And then uh, your UVs are fading out at 10,000 hours. So uh, this product that you're looking at right now, the 700R Spec FR, it incorporates far red. Hey, all right. So that's really what got me calling y'all yesterday, man, is I think I understand UV. Okay. UV is just putting extra stress on the plant. So this is a stress response from the plant that is making trichomes. Do I have that right? Exactly. Yeah. It's a high energy radiation putting stress on the, uh, in the plant and then plant is reacting to it by, you know, producing more, uh, resins and trichomes to, to protect itself. Okay, that makes sense. So now then, when I when I looked over there, I see the HLG 700 R-Spec FR. And I know enough to know that that means far red. But can you help me? And then when I started doing research on this, I heard there's deep reds and far reds and different parts of the spectrum. Uh, can you help me understand those? Or Steve, you know, whoever wants to hop on in. There's different reds, even when we talk about reds, right? There's the... Uh, the amber color red or the 630 nanometer, you know, uh, HPSs have a lot of the reds between 600 nanometer to 630. Uh, and then there's deep red, uh, that's 660 nanometer. So uh, if you look at our uh, Diablo series products or our spec FR, uh, so that's the, the peak around 660 nanometer, that's your deep red. Uh, and then... Uh, like I earlier said, you know, visible range is from 400 nanometer to 700. Uh, so far red photons are the reds that are beyond 700 nanometer. So in this product, we incorporate uh, some far red LEDs that are 730 nanometer. So, Ramo, will you show that for me? Show that chart for me right there. Yes. And so what what was the range, the par range that you said that the plants can see? Par, par range is what the plants can see, right? So... Uh, Power range is currently defined as same as the you know visible range, which is 400 nanometer to 700 nanometer, 400 to 700, 400 being your blue, 700 being your you know, uh, furthest on the red side. And uh, scientists like you know, Bruce Bugby, they're actively in an, um, I guess uh, in an, uh, trying to change you know, the power range. Uh, they're com- trying to come up with something called EPAR, like extended power that that would also include far red as well because far red you know, uh, is equally powerful in uh, driving photosynthesis as well. So uh, it only makes sense to include that in the in the you know p uh, the photosynthetic range. Yeah, you know, because there's a lot of they're they're kind of trendy now as far as far red goes. There's people that talk about that it can shave flowering time. There's people that are telling you that it changes the plant morphology. It'll make a really dense plant stretch. Uh, there's all this stuff they say just increased resin production. Uh, first, uh, I want to know what is true with that, and then do we start with asking: Is there a difference between far red and deep red, or is that just just that just uh, grower speak? So uh, there's totally like a, a difference between the far red uh, and deep red. Deep red being a 660 nanometer, right? That is, uh, that is, uh, those LEDs, LEDs are really efficient. They're, that's a visible red, 660 nanometer. Uh, drives photosynthesis uh, really well. And then your 730 nanometer is your far red. Uh, 
when you look at those LEDs, when they're powered on, they just seem faint red. You can't really see the 730 nanometer wavelength directly. Uh, so it, those LEDs, just, uh, you see probably secondary emissions and uh, they seem very faintly just lit. And, uh, and again, from photosynthetic point of view, uh, they're both pretty efficient at driving photosynthesis. Uh, the far red does cause stretching. So uh, you want to use... Yep. That's a, it's just real quick. I heard that when I was researching the far red uh, changes, the it can change the plant morphology and it can uh, change the, yes, yeah, stretch the internodes, so, uh, increase the amount of space in the internodes. So there's a couple of things that far red does plant morphology wise. So one of those things, of course, is it, it triggers what you call shade avoidance. So far red penetrates the canopy, say in a forest. So if a plant's below the canopy, it sees that far red and it'll say, I need to get to the top of the canopy so I get some sun, right? So that's what makes it elongate or have looser in a little spacing. It's reaching for the light. Uh, the other thing it can do is it, it does increase lateral root growth. In other words, it'll make the roots grow out uh, more laterally sideways instead of just diving down. So there are some small benefits to it early and early veg and then getting rid of it so you don't stretch the plant too much. Uh, and then adding it back during, like after the transition period when they set flower, and then again, uh, you know, removing maybe removing it at the end of flower during finishing. So it's wow. it, it can have some benefits to it, but it's it's really I don't know. I mean, I, it seems like a lot of trouble, <laughs> you know, to me for the small benefits you get. And that's the deep red, what we're talking about. No, no, that's the far red. That's the far red. In well, controlling it separately, now putting it in the lamp in a smaller percentage works all the time. But a lot of people are putting a lot of far red out there. And that's that's when you get that shade of one. It's having some, so there's far red in, in HPS, there's far red in ceramic metal halide, metal halide. So putting that smaller amount that are found in those lamps in there gives you that same plant structure and morphology that you're used to. But when you increase it exponentially by using a supplemental light or putting say 150 watts of far red in, then you can run into a shade avoid issues and things like that. It's the ratio. Got it. Got it. Is this what I remember back in the day when LEDs first came out, everybody said, oh, it grows a totally different plant than HPS. It can't, you know, there's no substitute for the HPS. Is that because they were just putting a white light in and not putting any of these other colors in there and these other reds? It was, it was more, I think, you know, so when we introduced our lights, it was the first time that I think in reality that anybody actually started talking about the quality of the LEDs and the, the the total output of the LEDs. So, you know, you, you have to remember just probably a, shortly before, um, we, you know, say 2013, 2014, we were still using lux meters, right? So we, we weren't even looking at light with par meters, which is what counts photons. And that's what plants see. We were looking at lux, which was a human eye measurement, right? Sure. So, Back then, you know, you you know, depending on the spectrum and how much green it has in it, would be how much lux you actually have versus the actual photon count. So, the old the the first maybe the even the first white light LEDs they weren't using, they, they just weren't producing a lot of light per watt. That's that was the problem. It's all about photon count. You know, you have to remember 
uh, even the first, uh, what was it? The first 550 was 2.3 micromoles per joule. Is that right on there? Was it 2.5? Yeah, 2.3. Yeah. Yeah, it's 2.3 micromoles per joule. You know, Just really quick, isn't yeah. like uh, HPS 1.2 or something like that? So, well, yeah, so so single-ended HPS with a brand-new bulb, brand-new reflector, day one is 1.4. By the end of the growth cycle, it was down to about 1.2, so your average is about 1.3 micromoles per joule. But people were trying to say that 300 watts of LED would replace 1,000 watts of HPS. Well, let's just face it, it's not three times as efficient, so it couldn't have done it, right? That was the issue. Now, we're at three micromoles per joule, and you're – Double enders are, you know, probably averaging out at about 1.6, you know, but if you change your bulb like you're supposed to, right. <laughs> say you're at 1.6. So now we're literally, so that's why a 600 watt, three micromole joule LED can replace a 1000 watt double ended yeah. that's at 1.6. That's that's the real ratios. It, it really turns out it's yeah. photon count. So dumbing it down, they're twice as efficient for the same amount of energy. Uh, LED puts twice the amount of light out than an HBS would. Close, cl- close enough. And by the time you look at your HVAC savings and everything else, and because you're not introducing that wattage, that extra 400 right. watts into the grow room, yeah, it, it, it cuts your electric bill in half. Now, what if I want to spend more money on electric and run 13.1 in flower, bro? Have you, you guys ever heard that? Uh, <laughs> 13.1. 13 hours on and one hour off. No, no I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's uh, 13, 13, 11, 11. Dang it. I, I, I missed the number. Yeah. 13, 11, meaning at, what is there? So, the wrap on some kind of uh red light that puts your plants to sleep. That, that is the far. So you can also use the far red. It, it, so you ever notice when the, when the sun goes down, it gets really red, right? As the crests, right? So, in nature, the plant adapted to that that was, okay, the light has stopped, okay, so now I go to sleep. Because remember, the the, you know, the, the seasons are changing, the, the daylight hours are never the same, you know, they're always evolving, you know, for the for the plant, you know, from short winter, you know, say you start in spring, and you get into summer, it's longer days, and then they start getting shorter again, all that. So that's how the plant, it triggered the plant to start producing the florigen, uh, uh, you know, flowering hormone. Well, so there is a, there is some data that shows that you uh, um, there are so, there's some data that shows that if you hit them with uh, far red that four that 730 nanometer like 10 minutes before the lights go off and you leave that on five minutes after the lights have went off and then you shut it off that the plant immediately starts producing florigen where before, the reason we do 12-12 is you would turn the lights off and then it would take up to two hours for the plant to start producing flowering hormone. So you could run an extra hour of daylight knowing that it's instantly going to start producing fluorogen versus that one hour to two hour transition. Um, the this is a couple big takeaways is, you know, if you don't have enough light, 1311 could can possibly increase your yield if you don't have enough to start with. But if you're already pushing 12 or 1300 micromoles and you run that extra hour, are you going to see a big jump in yield? I doubt it. You know, it's, I, was, I was just going to say, maybe it's the time to jump in and explain DLI. There's just a maximum amount of plant photons that you're, that you're exactly right. for, you know? Yeah. So yeah. 
Yeah, and Ahmed I'll, I'll knows a lot more about DLI than I do. I know a lot about it, but the big thing with DLI is, um, you know, again, there's these, you know, it's, you know, you can go from 40 to 50 DLI and you can expect X yield and 50 to 60, it's going to increase, but it's the, there's a point of diminishing returns. And, and as you increase, increase, you know, that, that, that the yield that you get per kilowatt in is, is greatly reduced. So as you add that, um, so that's why we, again, our lights are basically what we recommend on our footprints are broad enough to where a 12-12 socket will absolutely uh, give you a, a great yield and you're getting close to that diminishing one of diminishing returns. As, as long as we're talking, man, it is something that a lot of people can measure is their PPFD. Uh, just because I got young, what do you all recommend? Uh, why not go for it? Clones, early veg, veg, flower, late flower. Can you all help me understand if I got my little light meter, what I should be looking for? So for 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 clones, I, I don't have a recommendation. I can tell you that the personal experience with clones was, you know, a twisty a twisty light bulb in a closet. It don't take much. If you, if you can see the darn thing, it's probably almost enough. You know what I mean? And then early veg, you know, um, you know, at least three or four hundred PPFD yeah. should be fine once they're decently established with roots. And then um, you can go up as high as six hundred PPFD in veg. Uh, uh, you know, depending on the amount of depending on your veg light, how much blue is in there, right? So if it's got a decent, like Diablo, for instance, if it's got a decent amount of blue, uh, that's going to promote short internodal spacing. So. A couple of things, you know, another thing that'll make the plant stretch. Like if you were running this F in the 700 R spec FR, I would definitely recommend the higher end of the PPFD range because that, that far red will make the internal spacing not as tight during veg. So also intensity will also, yeah, in, you know, decrease internal spacing as well. So if, but if you're running, say, the Diablo or the 350R or the Veg Pro, then I would I would say you can get away with four to five hundred and it'd be very very comfortable. Or I would probably push to six hundred plus with the seven hundred R spec just to keep that internal spacing tight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you probably could just step back in the day. You would sandwich your lot down on your plants and they would stay squatter. Versus if you raised it way up, they would just kind of reach for it. You know, back in the day when you run the HPS, even yeah, yeah. Same thing. I'm really curious about the diminishing return point in bloom because I'm seeing some people recommend some high numbers on PPFD. Sure, if you got CO2, go up to 1200 in bloom. You know, I'm running yes. these Diablo X's myself. I'm running those at 65%, 22 inches off canopy at 65% power is giving me around 900 to 950 PPFD, which I'm, I'm, I don't think I need anymore. I mean, I guess the only way to tell is certain strains, of course, can take a little bit more than others. But yeah, break it down a quick PPFD and flour. With CO2, so, I'd, I'd love for you to talk about the correlation, too, between PPFD and CO2. Right, right. So CO2, absolutely, you can go north of 1,000 micromoles. Um, we see guys that run 12, 1,300. Now, with the Diablo X, uh, I would probably stay shy of uh, anything above 1,250 or so. Um because the 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 intensity can because of the spectrum itself because it is tuned more for synthetic nutrients and pushing the plant hard photosynthetically because it has a lot more red in it 
I would recommend staying below 1300 micromoles with it. Um, and with the Diablo original spectrum, the one, you know, 2.0, you can go as high as 1500 micromoles with P with, with CO2 supplementation. But, um, that's what a lot of our commercial growers are running, but, uh, and killing it, but anything, so without CO2, without CO2, you know, it's like, depending on the grower, it's 800 to a thousand is absolute maximum, you know, uh, without, without supplemental CO2, um, 800, I, I, I'll tell you this, I always err, err on going a little lower on lot intensity and see in looking at the results because sometimes the grower isn't as good as they think they are. And when you get into these higher lot levels, it's like, it's like trying to run nitrous. If you run lean, you're going to have holes in your pistons, right? So it's, you're, you're done. So it's a similar situation. It's the, it's the cellular turnover rate. It's how fast everything's happening. So if you aren't on point with your nutrients and your pH and everything isn't just, just, just dandy and you start pushing these higher lot levels, you're actually going to probably have less yield than you would have if you had stayed at a lower lot level in your comfort zone. So I always recommend growers, each time you change a lot, nutrient program, anything, start lower end on the lighting, like, like 800 without CO2 and maybe 1000 with CO2 tops and even maybe even less than that and get your feet wet, run a crop or two. If the plant looks ultra healthy, go up the next time, 50 to a hundred micros and that's it. And gradually go up because if you just jump up and then everything goes to shit, you, no matter if you go up 10% on yield, the next five grows, five run, five turns of your crop, you still didn't make up for the, the loss of that one when you went just ha- went ham on it. You know what I mean? So just yeah. start. It's always better to err on the safe side and start up the gradual slope and, and see, you know, like I said, the, the some of the best growers I know run a thousand micromoles and that's it. And uh, they produce, well, I mean, we're right out of, we were a thousand micromoles at Flow Garden when we won the High Times uh, Kemp Cup and the uh, Emerald Cup both that year. <laughs> you know, so it does. Does more you know, light equal, equal more uh, flower if we're just looking for weight? A more lighty. It, it can, yeah, it can absolutely, it sure does. Yeah, as long as everything else is on point, CO two environment, your nutrients, the plant's healthy. As soon as that plant health starts suffering because you aren't giving you aren't giving the plant what it needs somewhere, then it it it's it's a waste. All right, so I, I wanted to ask this. Yes, sir. You guys talked about different spectrums there. Um, you keep, keep mentioning Diablo and Diablo X and. I see on your side here, is it like in a perfect world, uh, if I want the most performance, I should probably have two different LEDs, a bloom LED and a veg LED. No, because I know you guys have LEDs that are specifically veg, so you're gonna have a bit more blue. I think the Diablo X is a whole nother spectrum blend that maybe pertains to both sides of the growth. But ideally, I'm just thinking I don't want a veg. I can veg, but maybe I don't want a veg under something with some more red in it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. The 700 FR is designed mostly for flower. It, 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 you know, that's it. Will it veg? Absolutely, it'll veg fine. But it's going to be a little looser and a little spacing. So if you do have two separate areas, Veg Pro 350R is it's all the lot you need for a four by four. You know what I mean for veg, and you don't you don't need more than that. So why would you spend the money? If you're going to have a separate area, but if I'm going to run a full cycle, Diablo is really good. Just 
Diablo 2.0 is a great full cycle. Uh, you can't you can't beat it for veg. That's why people run 350Rs for veg, and it flowers excellently. It really is the best of everything. Uh, and the the Diablo X, I would more stick with uh, a little. I'd err a little more on on flower, but it'll veg fine as well. But uh, not as good as the Diablo X or the Diablo 2.0. I'm sorry because it it's got a lot of blue, but it doesn't have a lot of far red, but it still has, it has the ability to veg well, but I would still, I like the regular Diablo for veg the, slightly more. The FR will, you know, uh, it's a full cycle lamp, you know, and with some of our veg specific lamp, what we focus on is, you know, for a veg scenario, you need to spread out the light better, right? In, uh, you know, and then some people, you know, they, when you're flowering, you really want, really just the highest efficiency, maximum photons, right? Really uh, efficiency and total photons really matter. But uh, those things are slightly less important in a veg scenario because you're looking at lower intensities to begin with. Yeah, it's, it's more, it's more, it's in veg, it's more about spectrum. So by, you know, like the veg pro, for instance, and even the Diablo, because you have a, a higher volume of blue, even if you end up spreading that light out and you're not running 600 PPFD for veg, you're running 400, 450, uh, you're still going to get a good plant structure out of it. That's the, that's the reason we have veg lamps really is, is to be, to make it to where even if you stretch the light in veg, you don't end up with a stretchy plant. Digging it, man. Thanks, Ed. Dude, you learning something, bro? I'm going to be a better grower by tonight. I got to listen back. Learning that if I have a veg space and a bloom space and budget, I'm going to have two different lights. And again, I hear you guys not saying it's absolutely necessary, yeah. but as far as for that stretching, that aerial stretching that can happen, and we all, not all of us, depending on strain, can fight stretch and veg, top, manage it, bend it over before we're getting a flowering, knowing we have more stretch coming. So having more of that blue spectrum definitely uh, sounds like a good idea. I'm not going to be doing that. I'm really into growing and I'm not going to be doing that. So if you're going to help me understand, can you add just as, as a takeaway, we talk about the deep reds and far reds. So far reds are something that you would just have built into your light. We're not going to buy a supplemental far red bar or anything like that. How can, how can you, folks use this? You can. So you can. So with the, with the FR it's built in, but uh, you can add the far red to any fixture uh, you know, go out and buy a supplemental bar to add to those fit to the other fixtures if you want that far red. And yeah, the beauty of adding it, the beauty of adding it is you don't you you have the ability to turn it off and maybe make your lamp more of a veg lamp. You see what I'm saying? Uh, what is what is the benefit of far red? Just as as a takeaway, if I add far red, what is the what is this benefit? It's a hundred bucks to add a far red light on there. So, so again, like I said, it's it's strain specific. Um, if you do that end of day treatment, like we were talking about, run it at the end of the day, and then a little bit past when the lights are out, it can possibly uh, shorten flower time by making the fluorogen on a regular 12-12 cycle, making the fluorogen uh, uh, production start earlier. Um, so it can have a benefit, but it's very, it's very strain specific. We've seen wow. some people be able to shave five days off of flower and then the same exact room, they move in a more sativa dominant, something else, and it doesn't shave any off or whatever. You know what I mean? It, it's, it's, it's really, a, it's kind of a, it's a, a coin toss, okay. you know, but it can work, uh, but it, it's not, it's not absolute. 
is the problem with it. You know, I can't guarantee that result every time, but it can a lot of times work. But see, hey, Rambo, Rambo, you are smart, man. I'm going to give it to you. He didn't know if we didn't know a Florigen, man, and he Googled it. So it's a, it's a flowering hormone. It says uh, capable of inducing flower times. Yeah. Yeah. That's what the plant produces when the light's off. Yeah. And is so, and that'll just get it. I'm, I'm still confused on the far reds and the deep reds. One of them just turns the uh, yeah, so on, correct? That's, 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 your, that's your far red. Now, it's just a 660 nanometer range uh, wavelength red photons. And it's really decent at, at driving photosynthesis. So the the peak of photosynthesis is about 630, you know, as far as the 100% efficiency. Uh, and 660 is like 95, 96% efficient. So so basically, far red or deep deep red, the reason that we use deep reds is so when 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 Ab and I made the original quantum boards, the red LEDs weren't that good. They weren't very efficient. Well, the technology's changed a lot. And now you can get more photons out of a 660 nanometer red per watt put in than any other any other uh diode. So so you it, it a it's red, which is good for driving photosynthesis, right. and B you get a whole lot of red for a whole not a lot of power. So the more of that you can use in your grow lamp, the more efficient it is, and the less overall yeah. did you have to put in to achieve that yield. So that's why you keep you hear people talk about it. And is that why HPSs also have that yellowish kind of? They've got some some yeah, yellow yeah, so, and they're efficient. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And well, it's not that they're efficient. It's it, they're efficient at photo. Those photons work decently well at driving photosynthesis. Yes. Sure. But the lamp well, itself yeah. isn't that efficient. But the lamp itself isn't that efficient at producing them. You know what I mean? Producing the photons. So yeah, per Rambo, watt. Rambo's got the uh, light spectrum up here. And yeah, the, the red is just maxed out. You know, the blue is pretty high also, but the yellows, the oranges, and the reds are where you're going to get your most bang for the buck. Yeah, for example, here's, yeah, that's here's it. the scorpion uh, spectrum, and then back to there, you notice like a, a whole bunch of that far red, eh? Yeah. Yeah, very. Yeah, that's that's where it has the added far red diodes. Yeah, and that's that that's the added. That's where the FR comes from. Again, we don't, we don't put it in most of our lamps because... Well, there's a there's a there's a, a plethora of reasons they they're they're decently efficient, but they're not as efficient as the 660s. And you know there used to be some uh, you know science that said you had something called the Emerson effect. So you take deep red and far red and you combine those, and it was like two plus two equals five as far as driving photosynthesis. So there was supposed to be a synergy there. Well, since then they've really shown that. That's kind of more pseudoscience. So the 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 seven thirty nanometer does draw photosynthesis. By the way, per photon, just as good as the six sixty, but not. There's no magic. It's not better. So so when you add, so again, it's it's not a waste. It just it can, like I said, make lateral root growth and and pe and people that are more used to growing with high pressure sodium, this. Far red lamp will give you similar plant structure and bud structure comparatively to where I mean I've I've got I've got guys that that run really really um, indica dominant strains and they say that the Diablo is so compact the growth it's almost like the plants wadded up 
then you can take this FR and grow those really, really heavy um, indicas, and and they'll 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 bush out more like they did under an HPS. Wow, and also under sunlight too. Yeah, right, right, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, cool, dude. You learned something today, or what, man? Man, I've just been scrolling the site and learning while you guys are talking. Just the the options out there are really cool as far as what they did. And the lowest wattage, too, like we like to feature in the show. Don't forget, guys. I mean, you guys sell a 65-watt little light that is awesome for cloning a micro-veg space. We always encourage people, hey, if you got a two-by-two area, you can grow some dank. Um, and you can get into these oh, yeah. at a very low price point. You could do, I mean, if it, for me, this personal, you know, if you, you're scrolling, you know, it depends how much you use, but we have a 100 watt R spec. We also have an HLG 200. It's 200 watts. I mean, you can grow quite a bit with a 200 watt grow light today. With these things are decently efficient. Um, I, I could grow more than I could personally consume with a 200 easy. No way. I, you, I wouldn't be here sitting here talking to you. <laughs> it's like, it's like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, so, yeah, I mean, you don't you don't have to go huge. You know, a lot of times taking your time and doing something small scale, doing a soil grow and and using a lot of good products can produce some of the highest quality flower you've ever seen. So what do you recommend? I got a two by four tent over here. A lot of our growers have two by four tents. How much wattage? Give yourselves a plug, man. Tell us what kind of light you would buy. So, so for a two by four, so there's for two by four, there's just a couple options. So you have the it depends on the budget. So for a two by four, if 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 I had the budget, I would go with a 350R. But if I was looking but to I save run. a little money, yeah. And if I was looking to save a little bit of money, we also have that the uh is it the 300 FR on it? Is what it's called? Or 320. Three twenty FR, yeah. So we have the three twenty FR. It's yeah, it's the same exact footprint light, and it just has far red, uh, in, in the far red boards, and it's uh, you know, Diablo has a, a ton of money in diodes, and uh, this one has a decent amount of money in diodes, but not the, the extent of Diablo. So, so see there, you can see your price point for that, and uh, you'll be able to uh, flower out, veg out a two by four very well with that as well. Very cool. Very cool. I'm so glad I called you. I'm glad I got y'all in the uh, on the seed dial. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, I just wanted to add that uh, we we're doing a spring sale as well, first week of March. So just thought I'll mention. Hit it, man! Come on, what are we buying? Whatever you need, just let us know. I like it. I like it. Love that type of sale. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So I think it's it's actually site wide. I'm pretty sure. So. you know, it's a spring, so it's 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 almost like a tax refund type sale. Uh, you know, we always try to do something, but you know, people get little taxes in if they need a little help. And hey, Uncle Sam's being generous and giving you a little bit of your money that he took away from your bag. So uh, go out and get, give him the middle finger and buy something that he probably doesn't want you to the to buy because he ain't figured out a way to tax it yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> he will though. Don't you worry. He'll, get, he'll get his cut. Don't worry. He'll get his cut. Always <laughs> does. <laughs> All right. I want to talk about something I can control. Actually, man, I got one last question. Thank you all so much. And that is because uh, y'all know actually the the science behind lighting. And there's a debate, 18 hours of veg or 24 hours of veg. And y'all seem to have an answer, man. Tell me what science says. So 
I tell people to run 18.6 for veg for a very specific reason. If you think about a plant when you don't water it and you're being a bad grower and you're being a bad parent, it wilts. It's because of the plant's a big hydraulic. It, it, it literally pressurizes itself with, with, with water. Right. Well, if you pay attention when the lights are about to go out in your flower room, for instance, you'll see the plant kind of relax before the lights go out. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Well, it's returning things back. So there are some waste products and things that happen when you don't ever turn the lights out. These natural processes of because it, it, it's never, I mean, OK, Alaska or whatever, you know, but uh, it's never 24 hours of light a day in right. all these plants evolve. So there is cycles and things. There are processes that happen while the lights are out. So you need to give the plant dark so that it lives its natural cycle and is able to remove some wastes and things like that bring in fresh nutrients where if it's just all the time one direction it, it works and you can veg that way but I, i've not seen or anybody that i know of i've seen a much benefit to to just burn in six extra hours of electricity all right man i think that was my last question dude i think if i listen back to this two or three times i might actually be able to repeat it on the show one day <laughs> yes yes very so, cool. I know, much much appreciated, guys. We'll have to uh, hang out at the DGC Cup. You guys have been very generous for our cup event. You're always giving out some lights for our top flower contenders. Um, and I'll work with you guys. I'm gonna say I want I want I want a show deal. I want to hook up, see if we can get you guys there some lights and learn. And have yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll try to do that. Oh yeah, well we'll try to do that for sure. Maybe we'll come out and hang out here in uh, your area. Actually, I'll be out your guys' way probably within the next few weeks anyway. All right. Uh, see you, yeah. see, we'll okay. see you over here, brother. I have to get you in studio. Yeah. Heck yeah. Sounds great. I will, well, well, thank you thanks, guys. guys. I really do appreciate it. Hey, I do want to say one thing. There's a bunch yeah. of lighting choices out there. I'm going to sound like a, a commercial here. I used to say all the time, vote with your dollars. These are the folks that support us. These are the folks that are dropping knowledge. And these are the folks that are going to stand behind their lights a year, you know, a year or so later when you either need an upgrade or have a problem or have a question. So uh, HLG, shout out to you. I'm a supporter and I hope the DGC will support you too. Yeah, we, 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 we've always been fans, man, since the very beginning. Yes, you have been, man. You've been big plenty of stories. Where your mouth is, brother, so thank you. Yeah, we yeah, appreciate you guys taking care of. I love to see that you guys have refurbished light options on your site that you stand behind. And, uh, yeah, horticulturalightinggroup.com, everybody. Check it out, and uh, thank you for hanging. Yeah. See you. Good hanging, boys. Don't forget, guys, if you do go over there to Horticulture Lighting Group, coupon code DUDE will hook you up a little bit. And I want to hook up some DDC producers. I am going to work, though. I'm going to talk to Steve in a minute and try and get a show deal, man, for the DDC Cup June 1st. Save the date, man. We only have, I think, eight competitor ticks left. Um, and those are being held for DDC producers. So if you're listening, you're supporting the show, log into Patreon. You can see the access keys. They're access keyed, Scotty, to get mm. in on those. And also, uh, get your 25% off for the DGC Cup tickets of all levels. So let me start a couple shout-outs here because I got Smoky Bears Smoke 2. Daddy, okay? Smoky Bears Smokes 2. All right. <laughs> all right. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, on the opposite end of that, Stephen L., what's up? Thanks for supporting the show, guys. Uh, and I pulled this next one for you, Scotty. Yeah, that's paid those dues in Proho Land, man. 
Prohibition land, man. You paying them dues. I hope you didn't pay yeah. too many dues with your freedom, at least, man. That's tough dues yeah. to pay. Uh, come on. I got to take these. First off, Robert D. I love it, man. But, uh, oh, I thought his name was Jesus M. Does it really say Jesus man joined the DGC? <laughs> it's Jesus Jesus M. And I was like, is that a little bit of a weight? Like, you got the, the Jesus, your parents decided to name you Jesus. Jesus. Like, I think Jesus in the, in the uh, uh, Latin culture, you know, is a, is a name, a big name. Like, like Jalapeno? No, gringo, gringo, man. Hey, guys, dudegrows.com forward slash support helps hook you up with too many benefits to list here. DGCCup.com, June 1st, is over half sold out currently, guys. It's a quaint venue, a quaint show on a hobby farm in northern Colorado. We have about 400 people show up, uh, so don't miss out. Go to DGCCup.com, get your ticket. I'm event planning right now. I am building on my desktop in a tent. Scott, we had to upgrade too. Our tent is now 160 feet long. Last year it was yeah. 160 more feet of tent to partying, guys. So bring it on. Looking forward to all that. Save the date, June 1st. Yo. This is your party, man. This is like the, do you remember house parties back in the day? Yo, my parents are going out of town. This is when it is. It's going to be Mac. I'm getting two kegs, man. Yo, but this yo, is dude's my- party. We're, we're all helping out. Babe, you and Banner really have taken, you always take the reins on this. And uh, it's a good party, bro. It, it really seems like more of a party set up by a couple stoner guys than uh, some organ. I mean, it's very organized, but then some crazy, uh, uh, you know, high times cup in a uh, in a convention center, I'll say. Definitely. We have 70. I think we're going to have 74 strains this this year. So, yes, high, it's definitely better every year. I'm mm-hmm. hiring bud tenders, professional bud tenders, a head bud tender as well. So this is going to be the best one ever. And I've had a party. So big when I was a freshman in high school and my parents went out of town, I was like, I'm going to have my Love first this. party. I ended up calling the cops on myself. I had no control towards, you know, once I was getting about 10, 30, 11 at night. And I'm like, right. Holy cow. Yeah. like people I went to the bathroom, people have already written on this, like on the wall in the bathroom with pen about some. I'm like, OK, uh, graffiti in my house. Uh, yeah, calling, we're calling. We're calling the. We're calling the cops in here. Yeah, can't handle this. <laughs> yeah, there's people doing it in your parents' bed and stuff like that. It's Dude, there was a, a broken party. toilet yeah. seat, or somebody was doing it on the toilet. In the end, when the, one time the cops came, we literally <laughs> hit in the this, the attic, and somebody <laughs> fell through my parents' ceiling in the walk-in closet. Had to explain that one when the parents came home. Why did? Why? Why is there drywall? Like somebody literally fell through the ceiling. So it was a good one, but yeah. I want to party with you guys. I want yeah. to party with you. Me too. I have no clue. God, call me, dude. Oh, love it, man. Love what it. What do you got? Let's have some fun here. We just did some science and light learning. Let's let's lighten it up a little bit. What do you got, Scotty? Uh, you know what? I will sneak this in. Grambo, can we just sneak in the stoner trophies? What are we going to do for the DGC Cup trophies, man? I was Googling some. I like the belt, bro. I love the belt. I yeah, think we should get cut. Yeah, it, right. it is a cup. Is a Everybody cup. has a cup. When I looked and was Googling these, there was 500 cups and there was a couple of other. What do you got, right. man? Is it quickly the next you one? Got you got the next one, Grambo? These are adorbs. That's more of a sculpture there, but that's pretty <laughs> cool, right? I should have that sitting right here on my desk now. Wouldn't that be awesome? You have a meeting like with the banker and he comes in, he just got that as the only ornament on your desk. <laughs> yeah, vote DGC. <laughs> vote in the comments. Do you prefer world's biggest stoner or? This. Uh, do me a fact. I think there's one more. There's a leaf trophy. 
Is that that's a oh, trophy, well, right? We just got age gated. So, oh damn it! There we go. All right, seed trophy. That is pretty cool. Uh, I no? think I say, yeah. Let us know. I'm down for the belt. Belts are pretty cool. It is the DDC Cup, so you know, a decent sized cup where you can put your nugs in. That's kind of nice too. The but, belt is the um, coolest. Yeah. Dude, we have to stage a I've fight. A We're doing whatever. Can we do a GoFundMe to get Ric Flair? I was about to say, here, if you want Ric Flair there, what better him. way than yeah, a championship I'm belt? I'm gonna ambush him with the belt, man. <laughs> Pandemonium is gonna run wild. Ooh. All right. Woo. Banner, put a poll up. We'll put a poll. We like to poll the producers. Ah. We'll put a poll up on Patreon. I would do a shameless plug. If you'd like me to spend money on Ric Flair, you can support me by going over to realgrowers.com and yeah. picking something up. Yeah. Grambo, I, you know what? Scotty Real Facebook page. I don't know if I get in trouble for this, but uh, dude, I went to go. I'm on day 58 of Harvest, the emergency. Uh, the Cherry Real from Big Word is dank as hell. And what was the other? Oh, the... Uh, uh, guava gator, but I'm about to pull four of those plants down, and I had to show it. Don't show it off here, but yeah, come, don't even wrong. One. I was going <laughs> wrong. One. Don't even dare look at my Facebook. It's <laughs> insane, man. Oh shit, I lost it, man. Oh, dude, the post. It's it. I mean, the trichomes. They have just the leaves are coated with trichomes. It looks like an army. Then, if you smoke enough, it looks like they're all doing stuff, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dude, it is amazing. Look at the close-up. See if you can find it. Uh, I don't know. If we'll do an after show in a couple of days, and I'll show it. The sole, sole purpose of trichomes, obviously, they're sticky. You know, when you're working in the grow, it's a good sign. I was doing some pruning the other day. I have to wear a, a glove on one hand, or my hand just starts to, like, tack oh, yeah. up. And I'm oh, like, yeah. I guess that's because in nature, their role is to catch pollen in the air. Mm-hmm. And yep. bring in and get pollinated, which is a nice side effect for us that love to toke on that. That sounds like uh, it, what happened at dude's party. Everybody got pollinated, bro. Oh, man. <laughs> man. But, Shit. We got a couple of fall prohibition reports or what? Yeah, this was just we were talking about prohibition falling down and celebrating and being all happy about it. And then uh, who is this? Stu Possum got real on us. He says, my wife is a secretary at a doctor's office, a secretary at a doctor's office. She can't consume cannabis for her chronic migraines because of a drug test. One of her fellow co-workers in a different office popped for cannabis and she was immediately fired. Man, I'm a letter writer too, okay? I mean, one thing, I'm not going to discredit, you know, secretary's very important job, but I mean, I don't think much is going to happen even if you had a negative side effect to consuming cannabis. Are you going to be too friendly, too nice? That's, that's <laughs> what they're saying. No, but that's what they're saying. That uh, first off, I've had it where I've had a job kind of within the public, and the guy just goes, Scott, smoking weed at work. Some people can handle it, you can't. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'd want my, I would want my secretary to be really baked. No? All right, I'll do that. No, but I don't know. It's, it's just BS. We're talking about all the, the legal changes that are happening but when you run a company you get to make your own rules you know to an extent anyhow so it's uh here, here's another one man scorpio's lab he's a, a driver commercial driver cdl the commercial driver's license and department of transportation is ridiculous for how much they're against cannabis consumers you know no, i mean i, I can to come it. back Mm-hmm. And say, okay, I'm, 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 uh, I'm, uh, I don't know what's another name for, uh, there's dude, then there's Jude, I'm trying to figure yeah. out alias. But anyway, Wait, I'm with your trucker uh, alias. You know? 
Yeah, CDL licensing department. No, and their problem, it might not be that they're fully against it. It's they don't know how to handle the testing because mm. with cannabis, it's not easy to do. I know if some people, it might not be a factor at all. They rip four bongs, they smoke a fatty, and they're the safest trucker on the road. Other ones, not. You know, it just depends on how cannabis affects people. You're using it medically. Maybe that trucker is way more focused because their back isn't killing them. Right. They have, you know, they know how to dose themselves right to deal with pain. So, but the other side of that, of course, is we all know cannabis stays in your fat and it's test positive for a long time if you're a regular consumer. So that's the dilemma that's still there until technology comes out with an immediate answer. So I, I do get that halfway where they're coming from. Um, but yeah, it kind of blows up if you're in that industry. It absolutely does, sir. And it, Dave Berkeley says acid was prominent in the Navy in the 80s. Only a spinal cap, only a spinal tap could detect it. I don't know anyone who had a tap. And dude, that's why I, I signed like up for the Navy, man. Could you imagine if they were like, I think you might have taken acid and we're going to have to just drain some fluid out of your spine? I'd be like, that kid's got to be against the law, right? And then I'm like, nope, no, nope, you're in the, in, in the armed forces, sir. The laws are different that's here. A is it a rock band, a metal band? Spinal, Spinal Tap. tap. Loudest bands. Oh, yeah. Right. Dude, do you remember Spinal Tap and Grambo? You've seen them, right? Yeah, I mean, they're the first fake metal band. They're ah, not real. Ah, damn it. He would have thought they were real. We could have got dudes that think Spinal Tap To blow tap some people's real. mind out there, if anyone watched Better Call Saul, his his like older brother that had the electrical thing, that's the guy who's saying in Spinal Tap. <laughs> yeah, they are... Uh... They're actors. They are famous. The yeah. bass players on The Simpsons. Yeah, it's all. That's awesome. You know? All right, dude. You want? I got some. I got some fun stuff, man. Ready? Worth is right. it real? Yeah. Who is this? Rambo, okay. click it. Yep. Who is this? Don't look. Hmm. You can't look. You can't read anything. So uh, we're look. We're looking at the the woman and the man sitting here with the dog. Yes, that is young Swami. That is, you guys know Swami, right? He's always at the shows. He's yeah. a bit older now. Wow. He's a bit hairier now. Good looking man. That's him back in the day, right? Mm. 1994. Wow. Nikki and William Swami. Swami. Interesting, right? Look Where is God? Days, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Where is that? That's, I was just thinking how American Diana I am. That I have, yeah, I have no clue what GOA is. Yeah, man. Me too. That's a tough one. I got one that'll really make you laugh, guys, and I hope so. Click this. This is a guy that man got caught red-handed smoking weed in virtual courtroom. You might have to give it a little bit of audio mm -hmm. because his prosecutor, or who is it, the defense attorney? His own attorney is prosecutor, like... Prosecutor, if he also agrees to waive the probable cause hearing. People also waive their right. Your Honor, I'll agree to waive, but I do want to make a statement on the record. Clutch. Uh, it appeared that earlier in this time block that uh, Mr. Lane was rolling a blunt. <laughs> yes! And, yes! Uh, might have been smoking. Dude, watch. Oh, oh he didn't think anybody was day, on there. While Lane waited in the virtual courtroom, yeah. he decided to have a smoke. Dude. So. This is good TV right here, man. <laughs> uh, waiting for the judge to do the double take. 
when Dino's playing. He's driving? <laughs> All right. I've had enough, man. Real or fake? I don't know. Is this real? That seemed pretty real. Dude, yes? Real? Like, yeah, that guy That guy looked like a judge to me. That guy looked like a lawyer to me. He looked at the roles. <laughs> that guy looked like the guy that should be driving to me. <laughs> Come on, man. A little meme from Patio Toker. Uh, oh, nice. Little, little Dudley Do-Right. That's the dude. Dudley Dude-Right, man. Maintain le dank. Maintain. I can't do it. I can't do a French accent. It makes me wonder why some, uh, like, they dress to intimidate or, like, why highway patrol people will wear those weird hats. Is it just an intimidation factor or is it just, like, you know, part of a thing to get up, I guess. I don't know, but Grambo, I want to congratulate you for getting pulled over today and not going to jail. Hey, yeah. Wow, for stoners, that's uh, you know, that's a big thing. Man. I passed a cop and he didn't uh, take kindly. He was he was going <laughs> under the speed limit. And I passed him and he pulled me over. He wrote Dude, me a ticket for zero dollars just to make a point. The Grambo, the cop was going like ten miles an hour under the speed and limit. So I passed so whips him by him. He got mad and pulled me over. Yeah, wrote me a ticket for zero dollars and let me go. We don't whip by cops, man. Yeah, Even in America here, man. Uh, yeah, it is. I'm weird. a law-abiding I citizen, damn it. I would have fan of the show. I would have done the same, Grambo. Yeah, thank you, dude. Same. Thank you, dude. Uh, what else we got, man? Oh, hey, do me a favor. Click this next one. I just thought this was a cool message. Support craft cannabis farmers. And this is, I don't <laughs> know what. Horrible, the can- horrible font, though. <laughs> Can't yeah, wait. right? A little more Sarif, please. I think they want more ketchup. Ah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's cool. That's a cool message. Uh, uh, JR Token says it all the time. It doesn't need to be this giant thing where you wait in line and show your ID five times at the dispensary. Uh, you, maybe JR Token stops by. You stops by his house and you go, man, that is good, man. So, uh, yeah, I like that. Support small craft cannabis farmers. You know? Yeah. I was, I, I was in the grow last night and the amount of time, and granted, I'm hanging out more, but that I spend with just 15 plants and five gals. I'm like, man, I could not replicate. This is like the biggest I could have as far as mm-hmm. time-wise in my grow. And I'm giving them all the love and attention I can. Um, but man, yeah, and, and, and I'll, we'll see in the end if it delivers. If it delivers, but I like this. Cool. Sorry, Grandpa's showing the next one, man. Let's just end with this. Dude, seeds are so valuable that they're now training. Check this out, man. They're training arthropods. To, is an ant an arthropod? <laughs> Maybe. To steal them, man. What the hell? Ah, dude, they're straight up taking them. Up. Well, there's a lot of nutrition in there, right? That yeah, hemp seed. Yeah. I mean, I just want to make a materials. note of something. Do you see their legs? They have a humor. Is it humorous? And a, and a, they've got a top elbow. They have a, the same arm that we have, right? Okay. They've got a top bone. They've got a joint here. And then they've got... Uh, uh, basically a wrist. They've got, man, yeah. I'm just looking at, uh, oh, geez, I can't think of any words anymore, Grambo. Mm-hmm. It just makes me think it's all the Fibonacci sequence. So when you look at any animal, any tree, it's usually things have two things. It's like the, it's all prime numbers. They have two things, five things, you know, like we have, we have two arms, two legs, two heads. Five, I'm more thinking of fingers. evolution. That was the freaking word I couldn't no. think of. <laughs> I thought you were talking, I thought you were leading into the Fibonacci no, sequence. No, but just evolution, man. You start, life is really simple. There's ants and they figured out that that joint, you know, that arm system and leg system works with the uh, two bones and whatever, man. It's pretty amazing that it grew from there. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yeah you want to smoke, like, smoke more weed, man? Can I buy some pot from you? <laughs> <laughs> if I go out and pick up my car and move it to another spot, that's the equivalent of ant strength. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's yeah, legit, it's huh? That's yeah, crazy. You rolling boulders. Well, I hope you guys had a good time today. Stay higher as I stay. Uh, don't forget about our Saturday show. And take her easy, Scotty. Grambo, thank you. Yeah, peace out. Good hanging out. And thanks to the folks from HLG. That was very cool. Steven Amit.